everybody you are listening to the zero altitude outdoor podcast with your host brandon garrett for this podcast we would like to thank texas torches offering quality lighting solutions at affordable prices our favorite are their headlamps the elite series and the predator series super bright led fully waterproof rechargeable Backed by a limited lifetime warranty. That's Texas Tough. You can reach them at texastorches.com. Welcome back to another episode the Zero Altitude Outdoors. And we are on the road and uh, we're headed to Colorado. So uh, we're kind of pumped up. We're actually in Colorado right now, and it's actually uh, your first time, right? Very first time hunting Colorado. So I've been to Colorado three times, and I've killed three bulls. So Colorado's been good to me. We have high expectations. Um, I guess that could be good or bad. <laughs> Because we know Colorado gets pressured. We know, you know these over, over-the-counter units. We know it's going to suck compared to Idaho and Montana and other places we've been. But, um, man, we are pumped up. We've been on the road all night. Um, we're almost to our first spot. So uh, let's talk a little bit about what we expect and what our game plan is. Well... Again, like I said, this is the first time in Colorado hunting, and I can already see the elevation is a uh, lot different than what I'm used to. <laughs> but expectations, man, um, like I said, it, it's a high expectation uh, from from the game plan we put together, you know, the scouting, e-scouting that we did, the Onyx, Google, Google Earth. I think we got a, a good a good plan, a good game plan to uh, to go in and and you know let me back up a little. We we we've learned some things from some podcasts and some individuals that gave us some good insight to what the elk are doing and why they're doing certain things. So I think culmination of what spots we've got and what game plans we have for our calls i think we are putting ourselves in a pretty good position i agree i agree so um the way we're going to attack this hunt and this is our first hunt by the way this is our first hunt back in the elk woods we've been waiting for this all year 
So we are super pumped. The weather's cooler, you know, we're a bunch of flatlanders, been coming from, you know, 90 degree heat. So we are pumped up. We've been, you know, east scouting and studying this stuff all year. Um, <clears throat> but with the way we're going to attack this hunt, uh, I think is going to be different from the other Colorado hunts that I've done myself and a little bit different from the other hunts that we've been on. So I think the approach we're going to use is a little bit different. We're going to use different calling tactics. Um, we're going to try to get away from the pressure. Um, what we read and everything we've studied on about this particular unit that we, we are going to try is uh, a lot of pressure. And you know, you hear that, you hear that about all the OTC units, but we ain't going to know until we get there, kind of, you know, use our own judgment. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and assume there's a lot of pressure, a lot of calling already. They've already had two weeks, um, you know, everybody blowing bugles and everything like that. And today is September 15th. So... Yep. We're hitting it right on the money last year in, in Montana. Uh, September 15th was was money, man. They had just started and we just had to leave right here about around this time. I know the 13th and 14th, they were bugling like crazy and we had some opportunities. <clears throat> um, but now we, we kind of focused on Colorado because, you know, let's face it, it's, it's the... Uh, it's the back burner state. It's your last chance. Everybody falls back on it if they miss the draw. And that's what happened to us. We had a crappy draw this year. It, it sucked. Well, we tried five states. Yeah. Five, I think five states. And we bombed out of all of them. Really hoping for New Mexico and Montana to pull through and swing and a miss. Yeah, that we were really pulling for for yeah, both of those, New Mexico and Montana. We we were for sure our fallback was Montana. We thought we were going again, and you know we hunted the general general area, and man, that that one hurt. Uh, I don't like to put all our eggs in one basket, but that one hurt. Yeah, that was um, that was going to be a heck of a hunt for sure because we already know the game, we already know the setup, we already know the layout. We know exactly what we need to do. And with this added information and knowledge that we've just obtained over this year, uh, deadly. Those elk, were, those elk were in trouble. Yeah, for sure. I think so, too. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk a little bit about our strategy, you know. And, and here's our plan. We wanted to make a podcast on... You know, you know how everybody's pumped up, you know, you don't know what to expect. You're going to a new area. You have all these game plans and we wanted to make a podcast like a before and an after. You know how hard elk hunting is. Everybody gets their feelings hurt. We go through plan A through Z every time, you know, it never for us, it never works out on plan A. Um, but we wanted to kind of do a before to kind of see where we're at and what our game plan is going in and then we're going to reflect back like a debrief and see what changed and you know try to turn it into a learning learning experience yeah so, definitely do an after action review 
Yeah, for sure. So I, I think it's a good deal, man. So uh, our planning started when, when we figured out we didn't get any draws. So, And I was kind of already looking into Colorado as a backup anyway, um, just for the fact that I wanted to come back to Colorado with, for archery. Uh, I've killed a couple bulls with a rifle and, and one with the bow. So it's been a couple years since I've been in this state with archery, but we wanted to try it again. And uh, <clears throat> I wanted to go to a different area. Uh, those areas that I've hunted before, uh, the two rifle bulls were in the same unit and the archery was in a different unit. So I wanted to explore and, and Shelby, man, you were all about it because you never even been here. So yeah, it's this, um, this is one of the states that I wanted to hunt, you know, some from the beginning. I, you know, I'd always said Colorado, Montana, and Wyoming. So I've knocked out Montana, about to knock out Colorado. So the other state would be definitely, you know, Wyoming. But uh, Colorado has just always, you know, been on since since you got me into this elk hunting madness has always been has always been on my you know on my on my mind and now now here we're at, here we're about to do it yes sir so uh back to our strategy and our, our game plan um it started back for me as soon as we learned for sure you know we didn't draw anything it's like okay you know lick our wounds this is what we're going to do we're going to go from here bam 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 so I started e-scouting immediately. I started researching, um, you know, pretty much doing what everybody else does, looking at forums, Google Earthing, break out the onyx, and I start eliminating stuff. And I, I start trying to think differently than everybody else. You know, everybody's trying to think differently and go somewhere different and get away from pressure. So. I was trying to do that, but then think about where everybody would go to get away from pressure and then do something different from that. So we're like, we're deep into this. Um, but I think I picked a good unit. It's it's uh, pretty rough. If anybody knows anything about Colorado, most of the units are rugged, just oh, nasty. And uh, everywhere I've hunted, I, I, I do believe Colorado is one of the harder states as far as ruggedness, elevation, and, uh, you know, all around that aspect. All the other units and, and states that we've hunted kind of been fairly easy. There's a few spots in Idaho and Montana. Whew, they were pretty bad, but I, I do think Colorado has it beat uh, in the areas that we try to hunt. But uh, taking all this into effect, you know, we're looking for roads, road systems, um, how we can access it where the access is not. You know, we looked at the private land boundaries. I've had great success on private land boundaries. Um, most of our kills have been private, private land boundaries. Mm, yep. Um, so that's been a good thing for us. Uh, everybody has the same, well, I say everybody, there's a lot of people going deep. They all think, you know, go deep, go deep. 
pack in, pack in, and that's not always the case. Sometimes it is. You, you can be successful at either one, and we've never really backpacked deep, and that's how we're going to approach this this hunt. So a lot of a lot of our normal plans or normal things that we bring, normal stuff that we do every year, it all changed. So we had to completely refocus our mind. Re, you know, what gear do we need? Um, you know, start buying stuff and ordering and getting all that coming. You know, and we had to start this way ahead because you know COVID, everything is backed up and orders can't come through. And you know, you know how that. Is. Yeah, it was. There was a couple, a uh, couple items that was kind of hit or miss whether we we're going to have them for this year, just because everything's so back ordered. I mean, I waited four, five, six months on some of the some of the stuff that we needed, but definitely coming in and doing this hike in is way game, different. It's a game changer. Man. Game changer, and we've always done kind of the, I guess you kind of call it a fun and gun, where a running gun. Um, which is, you know, like obviously, a spike camp, you right? Know, stay close to camp, and we camp. we were successful. Um, but I think with this type of elevation, which, you know, definitely shout out to uh, Mountain Ops for the uh, solitude because this is another level sure. of, uh, elevation, uh, especially for us coming from zero, <laughs> <laughs> from zero altitude. <laughs> yeah. So our, our first, our first targeted. Uh, camping destination for tonight. So we're going to get there and at about 1 o'clock and we're going to get our tags secured and all that good stuff. So we're going to have four or five good hours to hike in and our first targeted camping spot is what, five and a half miles in? Five and a half. Yep. So we're, we're going to be pushing it and we got a lot of gear. Um, we're both pushing the 70 pound mark uh, give or take five you know four or five pounds um so we're we got a lot of gear uh our plan is for nine days so and we we eliminated everything we could so we're kind of we're not bare bare essentials but we're comfortable you know and with these new packs that we got i got a new mr ranch marshall and you got the new what is it mrk uh, badlands mrk six uh, it's a little smaller than the Vario 65 that I had. Um, mm -hmm. It's a 6,100 cubic inches, but that joker is stuffed. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're loaded down. I, you know, I I needed uh, a new pack. I run the Metcalf on 90% of my hunts, and then the Mule for the little day hunts, which uh, they use the same frame, uh, the Godlight MT frame. So that's that's a good tip. Uh, I got the mule for the day pack. You can interchange them. And the uh, Metcalf is good for four to five days. But I knew if we're backpacking in for eight, nine days, man, I knew I wasn't going to make it. That's like a 45 or 4,600 cubic inch pack. It just wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. So uh, we both ordered new packs. And let me tell you, they are stuffed. I don't know if bigger is always better. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but... You're you're pushing seventy seven pounds or something, yeah, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, seventy six, a little over seventy six. And uh, I think I'm at sixty three or four. Um, and that, 
That little pack, we're going to find out if it's, it's going to be good for eight-day, nine-day oh, hunt. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to try to hit our targeted uh, camping destination for tonight. If we have to hike in the dark, then so be it. we got some good headlights. Uh, thanks to Texas Torches, man, they got some good rechargeable headlights. We made a switch, uh, what, last year? Last year. In Idaho or before that in Montana. Montana. Yeah, yeah. We made a switch and um, – Man, I'm really happy with them. Great customer service. They're rechargeable. They're waterproof, backed by a lifetime warranty. I would check them out, texastorches.com. And they even survive a, what, a couple-story drop on the Oh, yeah, to the concrete. concrete. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still work. Still work. But um, anyway, so we're going to hike in the dark if we have to. And uh, our first, first night, we're going to try to camp there. You know, that's our goal. We might not make it, but we'll try to camp there. And I have a glassing spot, not even a half a mile from there. Was that a quarter mile? About yeah. So if we do make it before dark, we get the uh, the tent set up and we can bum rush up there and, and glass in that little area that we're in. Um, just all kind of a, you know, we kind of go with the flow, see how the country is. Elevation's always different than Google Earth. Everybody knows that. Google Earth lies. Yes. So uh, the trees may be taller, and we may just have to put our spot scope back up in the box, you know. Um, we'll just kind of go with the flow and go from there. Um, but that's our that's our goal is to try to glass the first evening. If we can't, we'll get some good rest. We'll recoup. And in the morning, there is a saddle and a bench with dark timber, one mile, a little over one mile. We're going to hike straight up, man. It's a heck of an eleva elevation gain. But, um, man, I think it's money, dude. How does he say on TikTok? That's money, dude. That's money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, it's some beautiful country here, man. We're passing through some of these passes right now. I mean, it's it's elky everywhere you look. Good colors on the trees now, too. They're just starting to turn yellow. Everybody knows Colorado's beautiful, man. Colorful Colorado, that's for sure. But we don't know. We don't know. There's a lot of water running that we see right now, so we don't know how dry our area is. I've done a lot of research to try to figure it out, and... From what I've seen and heard, that everywhere's kind of dry. Um, but this particular area has a lot of water, and there's a lot of water close to private. So we're going to definitely check that out and um, <clears throat> see what it looks like. But I think the saddle and that dark timber bench will be a first, like a great starting point. And from from what we've gathered our, our research that we've been doing is we're banking on this main road and this main campground area all the hunters are going to be pushing out towards the mountain from there so we're swinging around the backside coming in from a totally different way a hard way only way you can get in is hike so we're hiking we're bushwhacking we're making our way in and it's a hard to access place. And we're banking on the pressure pushing these elk 
and I've killed one in the saddle before. And I think that's, yeah, it's going to work out, I do believe. And there's a lot of dark timber. Uh, the dark timber that we're going to focus on is in one drainage. And it is super hard to get to. It is blocked off in like almost all sides except one little place to get in there. But based on the, the research that we've done, I think it's a good plan. Um, we're going to keep our camp down low uh, at least the first couple of days so we can acclimate. And, that, and that's something you always want to do. You don't want to push it and, you know, go up in elevation more than a uh, rule of thumb is a thousand foot per day. So we don't want to push it and, and try to get up there and camp. Even though we got camp on our back, we don't want to get up there and get amongst them and get too high. 11 and 12,000 is where we're going to be hunting at. So we're, we're coming, we're coming from zero to 10 on our first night. And we're taking like, like Shelby said, the mountain ops, the solitude, solitude, yeah, solitude, baby aspirin, you know, make sure we drink lots of water, stay hydrated. You want to hydrate before because elevation, it, it'll make you feel like you, you don't, you're not thirsty. So, so you're not drinking enough. So you're not drinking enough. And that's, man, that's bad. It's bad news. So we're going to stay hydrated. We're going to stay taking our solitude, our baby aspirin, <clears throat> and we're going to chill out at 10,000 feet, uh, at least for two nights. And then we'll go from there. This little area, it's not huge, but I think three, three good days. I think we can, we can make our rounds and check it out and, and eliminate it or stay in there. Great. So we do have a couple backups, a plan B. We're going to go down to a different area. It's a little bit more popular. Yeah. But the elevations are way higher. There is a, there's a 14er nearby. And there's it's a lot of 13,000. Mm -hmm. And in this particular unit, we've always heard high, high, high at tree line or near tree line. And, uh, Man, it just seems like everybody, that's what they do. Everybody goes high. And there's elk, I believe, at all elevations. You just have to find them. And there's a reason that, that they're low. But, you know, it'd be pressure push them down. Food is down on private. You know, safety from private. Um, there could be several reasons why they're down. But... I do believe it's elk at all the elevations and you can be successful at, at any of them. But um, <clears throat> we tend to hunt the lower elevations. So that our second plan is to go down to that camp and we'll hike in. We do have a four-wheeler. We have our four-wheeler and our trailer and we'll we'll utilize it. We'll go down the uh, the river or the creek or whatever it is and we're going to go up far as deep as far as we can. And we're going to go up. There's a certain trail that we're going to hit. And it's eight miles in. And, uh, man, it's straight up, ain't it? Yes. We're looking at it right now on Onyx. <laughs> it's straight, straight up. up. Yep. So 
our plan there is, okay, so if we eliminate our first plan in two to three days, we're acclimated to 10, 11, almost 12,000 feet. I think that's enough time to get acclimated and, you know, we're there for a few days. So then we're able to, if we have to, go to our second plan, which is even higher. We're going to find, we're going to find help. Yeah. We are determined to find help. At whatever elevation, we're going to find them. So we're talking about the new elk tactics that we're going to do, you know, aside from what, what we've always done. We can call them. We can call them. That's no problem. We're just going to do a few things different. And hopefully when our film comes out on YouTube after this, you'll be able to see what we did. So we're going to change some stuff up and, and see how it goes. But I, I do think we can find them. And, you know, you have to find an elk to kill an elk. So whether it be tracks, you know, visualize a see, see a bull or a cow or beds, hook, you know, rubs, whatever it may be, we're going to find it. If we hear one, um, that's, all, that's all we need to know. If we get him in the timber, oh, perfect. Then we work the magic. That's perfect. So we're pretty pumped up. Um, we got a lot of energy right now, even though we're we're fat and <laughs> stove up from the long long trip, long trip. And uh, we're, we're kind of out of shape. You know, you always get that feeling. I've I've seen people talk about it, and I, I've always felt it. Like I never feel like I'm ready. You get that feeling too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like I should have done a little more, should have done a little longer, <laughs> should have started a little sooner. Yeah, I've, I've said it all year. Like I try to get in the gym, you know, try to try to run, try to do this, wear my pack, man. Constantly trying to do something, and you know, busy life. It's hard to hard to do everything you want to do. So we tend to you know get in the gym a month or. Whatever earlier, you know, before elk season starts, and man, I'm gonna be huffing and puffing while those cheeseburgers I've been eating. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely gonna take us a minute to uh, catch our breath. Get actually, I'm, I'm probably two or three days before we can actually take a full breath right, at that yeah, uh, at sure. that high elevation. Yeah, especially with that weight. I've never been one to bring oxygen. Um, I know it works. I know some people do it. Um, you know, if I was riding around on a four-wheeler and not walking very far, I probably would. But this particular hunt, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to carry the extra weight. Shoot, I'm already oh, at yeah, 76. <laughs> I'm at 76 pounds, you know. I feel like I got an elk quarter on my back. And we're, we're going straight up. So where, from where we park in the truck to our first destination is 1,500 mm. uh, elevation gain. And that's where we're going to kind of park it, but we're hunting up from there. You know what I mean? We're hunting up every every which way we go. We're hunting up. And that's going to be rough. But and another another tactic of why we're staying at ten thousand and pitching our tent there, we're going to use that as like our spike camp until we figure the area out. But also, we're going to unload our packs. That's a chance to unload our packs, unload all of our food. Unload all that junk and try to go light. That way we can run up the mountain or whatever, you know, we can 
we can do the eight, 10 miles a day like we normally do because, right. you know, and then, you know, we eliminate the weight of the, the, the tents and, you know, all the sleeping stuff, man, we'll be, we'll be down in the 20 pound range or less. And that's a game changer right there. Yes. They were super mobile. Really mobile. I, I love to be mobile. I think mobility is a killer. I, I think being mobile is very essential, man. So I guess we're going to wrap this one up. Yeah, we're, we're not too far away. I'm having to get our tags set up, get dressed. Or shoot our bow, right? Shoot our bow, for sure. That is a must. So for this year, I'll just, I'll just do a little rundown for you before we end. For this year, Instead of everybody buying tags and everybody trying to get tags, you know, everybody gets bull, you know, we we only ever come back with one bull. So we kind of, we just throw away money, right? Everybody wants that bull. So what we, what we're doing this year is it's like, okay, we're going, we're going, we got two hunts this year, two elk hunts. Okay. So instead of all of us buying tags and all that stuff, it was like, Hey man, let's, let's kind of save money. And we're going, we're focusing on filming. We're we're trying to get some good footage for you guys. And you can't do that with everybody trying to kill a bull at the same time. Let's face it. You know, everybody's focused on different stuff. It's it's extremely difficult already. And that just makes it even more difficult. So what we're doing is we're going on these two hunts, one with archery and one with the rifle. Uh, we're coming back here in the same unit. We're, we're going to scout and learn this place in this first hunt also, which will be good for the second hunt if we come back here. So hopefully we're successful. Hopefully we can find help and uh, we can come back here. If not, we're going to be scrambling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so what we did is Shelby, he, he's never killed an elk and he's always wanted to do it with a bow. And he's been bow hunting for how many years? I started bow hunting in 94. So 94, that's a long time. And, and many, many, many deer under the belt, but no elk. And we've been close. We've had some, close. some close misses, close, close misses. And lots of call-ins and situations we've been put in the last couple of years. We've been hunting together. And, uh, man, this is his time. So I'm going to film him. He has the tag. And he's the man. He's the man on this deal. It's it's his time. So rifle season, we're going to flip the script. And he's going to film me. I'll have the rifle tag. One way or the other, elk to drop them in Colorado. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna to drop two of them in Colorado. Two of them going to die. And your tags are either sex tag, correct? Yes, either sex. So, you know, we're not afraid. You know, we don't want to be holding out for a monster or nothing like that. We know it's over the counter and it's pressured. I know what kind of bulls is around. We're, we don't want to hold out, but anything goes. And, uh, man, hopefully we can bring something back. 
That's the main thing. Have fun. New experience. New area. It's beautiful. It's September. It's cold. Man, I love elk hunting. Oh, man. Cannot wait to get on the mountain and get after them. All righty. We're going to wrap this episode up. We appreciate you following Zero Altitude Outdoors. Wish us luck. We'll come back with another episode right behind this one of a recap of what all went down. So hopefully we have an awesome story to tell either way it goes. Thank you guys for listening to Zero Altitude Outdoor Podcast. We appreciate any feedback, positive or negative. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Zero Altitude Outdoors.